As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Are you currently in college or recently graduated but kind of struggling to figure out how to approach your post-grad life? If so, then I have the perfect guide for you, which I created for my college self in mind. That is the Everyday Girl's Guide to Career Success ebook, which features a holistic approach to all things starting out in your career during and after college, from cultivating the right mindset, building your resume, maximizing your LinkedIn profile and network, and so much more. I take you through a personal step-by-step -step guide on how to prepare for all areas needed when searching for a job. And these were actually many steps that I personally did between my sophomore and senior year of college, as well as the first year out of college. So I always highly recommend to start early to create opportunities for yourself. In this ebook guide, you will find cover letter tips and custom templates available for download, resume building steps, with three custom templates, LinkedIn tools, and step-by-step -step guide on maximizing your profile, top 20 behavioral interview questions, and a lot more. Again, you can find this online at whatfulfillsyou.com. Just make sure when you click shop, just go to all products and you will find the ebook there, or just go to the show notes and it will be linked. Emily Elizabeth, and I'm the host of the What Fulfills You podcast, a show for and about individuals always seeking to be their best selves. On this show, we talk all about building the mindset, finding the right careers, creating meaningful relationships, and so much more. Welcome to the What Fulfills You podcast. Hello, hello, and welcome back to another episode of the What Fulfills You podcast. My name is Emily Elizabeth. I'm your host. And on today's episode, I'm going to be sharing my personal thoughts around, quote unquote, figuring out your career direction in your post-grad life and early 20s. The reason why I feel compelled to touch on this topic is because I often get a lot of people that ask me around career-related questions. And I can see how, just from an outsider perspective, one might think I figured it all out. And you may have heard that saying that no one really has it all figured out. But I do think that I did certain actions during and after college that likely propelled me at the speed that I went and enabled me to have a better understanding of what I want and what I like. And this is not something I learned in school or through parents. It's just through my own listening to mentors and teachers through podcasts and audiobooks and then applying it myself. And so 
I definitely want to give back and share what I've learned, what has been helpful for me, and perhaps some of that can be helpful for you as well. So per usual, I'm going to approach this by just sharing and reflecting on my personal experience because for me, when I hear someone share and give examples from their own life, it helps me kind of draw parallels to my own. So I hope that's the case for you. But I think the most important key is that you sit down and reflect with yourself on who you are and what you are natural at. That might seem daunting at first because I have heard people say just thinking about what they were good at, what they were natural at, at a younger age almost is like drawing a blank. But maybe just take a blank piece of paper and just jot down random different things. Like I can tell you right now, for me, the different things I was natural at, I enjoyed, it felt seamless. I remember playing Polly Pockets and I would create random stores in there and would like create random customers. Like I drew up these scenarios when I was like seven or eight with these little dolls, right? Polly Pocket dolls. Can't believe it's been those years. I remember when I played those video games like Counter-Strike or Combat Arms or even RuneScape, which is very male-oriented games. And I did have an older brother, so that parlayed or that contributed to my own habits. But that built this level of fire and discipline and desire to be able to like compete and move forward in a way so that's something that I'm also good at naturally but I also recognize that I always enjoyed performing arts music and you know I played piano for nearly 10 years I was an artistic figure skater I choreographed my own things I always connected with music and so so those would be some of the things that I would like jumble on a piece of paper if I were to kind of jot down what I'm natural at, what I really enjoy, and then look at it and just start to contemplate. As I mentioned, even in playing Polly Pockets, I was creating this like fake store and would make people pay me. And I did this in elementary school and I'm not even gonna get into it. Like I did this in real life as well, but only in deep reflection did I recognize that oh, I had what is now known as entrepreneurial tendencies or instincts. I loved to create something and sell it. Not only did I love it, I was actually pretty fucking good at it or like convincing people. I remember I bought cap erasers from Walmart or my dad did, right? It was like probably three bucks, like just like a bag of cap erasers. And then I would hand draw, not that they were anything special, but I would hand draw hearts and smiley faces and whatever the fuck on these cap erasers and then sell them to my classmates and would like pitch them every day I'd be like hey did you run out of erasers like do you need any more and I would literally sell I think five for a dollar or like 25 cents each I something to that extent and it's really hilarious when I look back at that pattern so I'm gonna just use that example right there For you to think back at what you kind of consistently did throughout your childhood and your teenage years. Like, was there something that stuck out or maybe just a a pattern or something that excited you that you can kind of connect the dots with, as Steve Jobs says, right? You can't connect the dots looking forward. You can only connect them looking back. So once you really get those thoughts down, 
my next approach is reflecting on my personal traits, my own personal characteristics. And you have to be really honest with yourself, right? My biggest one is I hate being micromanaged. The reason being is because I'm really self-disciplined from my own athletic background and other habits that I grew up with. So I don't enjoy being consistently told what to do and checked in on because I know I can handle this and in fact, I will do it better and faster when no one's checking in on me or at least like repeatedly because I'm going to be able to be like, all right, Emily, you need to finish this by tomorrow by 4 p.m., whatever that looks like, especially if I'm working at a company. And a second part to that is I'm really good at doing things on my own, especially with individual projects, especially in school, right? You remember those group projects that some of us hate? I didn't hate them, but I found them not very efficient because I could see the inefficiency in way groups tried to work as a team. And basically, I didn't have the patience at that age to participate because I knew it was already going to be inefficient. There was just always that one person that tried to boss everything around, try to be the leader. There'd be contribution of ideas that you just knew weren't like the greatest. So I don't know. Basically, I just knew that I could navigate faster on my own but as a tangent to that thought I do believe in life in general there's that saying if you want to go fast go alone if you want to go far go together so that is a a big lesson I take in life but I I understand what things I should do alone and what it is when it is better for me and then in in times or in areas of life that it is really healthy to have people have a community do things in a teamwork way so once you write down those things and or just reflect on it on your own time maybe you are at a place where you have had internship experience or part-time job experience again i i know there's like a wide range audience here that listens but most of you guys are a bit younger than me and so i will assume that some of you have had an internship or will have an internship soon or in the near future and for me because I studied business communication in school, it was pretty natural for me to give marketing a try. And I've always been interested in it. I I started doing blogging and blogger stuff and, and photography stuff when I was like a freshman and sophomore in college. And so you can see this pattern come out where I'm like, okay, I'm creative. I like these little artistic things, but I, I had a knack for business or knowing how to monetize or capitalize on something. And that was me trying to figure out where I'm going to mesh or merge the two. So anyways, though, fast forward to senior year of college, I already had my own side hobby of Instagramming and blogging and all that fun stuff. And so it kind of made sense for me to give working at a social media agency a try. Huh? Ironic because I ended up creating my own. But uh, nonetheless, I did a whole year. My first semester, I only did it for school credit. So yes, I worked for free. And I want to say that I do think it is important to, especially when you're young, it is more important to gain the experience and to be able to have as much firsthand or like hands-on experience rather 
compared to the pay. Now, I know that sounds like a privileged place to say. And also to add, I did actually have other part-time jobs during this internship. But I'm just saying that certain times in life, like the money will matter more. And certain times is when experience and just figuring out yourself like what you like and what you don't like that's more important in early 20s and I, I would say just most of your 20s is the time for that as humans we're naturally driven by the search for better but when it comes to hiring the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all don't search match with indeed when i was looking to hire someone it was so slow and overwhelming I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. So to reflect on my time at a social media agency, though, I actually... I liked it, but I didn't love it as much as I thought in terms of the industry or maybe the type of marketing I was doing. I didn't like it as much as I thought, but it was a great eye-opening experience. I was like, okay, good to know. Really, really good. And again, I did the first semester for school credit, and then the second semester I did work on an hourly basis like per week, and it was pretty like like typical. Like Every week I was working the same hours. So through that, though, I realized that I don't think I see myself working at a social media agency or PR firm like whatever that looks like I just don't see myself in that because it didn't give me as much autonomy and I guess like a force of that competitiveness that again I said I I already see that I have in myself so I needed that oomph a little right (laughs) so fast forward to my first job out of college, which by the way, interestingly, I wasn't looking. It's funny that saying, especially with relationships, it always happens when you're not looking. (laughs) I was looking for a job, but I was actually initially looking at customer success roles and I was poached for sales on LinkedIn. So a recruiter 
messaged me on LinkedIn and expressed interest in me working at the company called ADP. And he said, I think you'd be a great fit. Would love to set up like an initial interview call, whatever. And I was like, done. I mean, this this company is Fortune 500. It's well known, blah, blah, blah. Um, and I want to add, you know, that opportunity came through because of my LinkedIn. And it is so important if you do not have your LinkedIn pretty established and pristine, now is a great time. In fact, on my career ebook guide, which I released back in was it 2020, I actually go through this with specific details on what you can have and what you should have on your LinkedIn from a bio example, from the, the types of bullet notes you actually should have on your LinkedIn, all of this kind of stuff. Um, I learned it through own, my own like business practices as well as talking to people, things like that. And um, I have refined my own LinkedIn over the years. I'm pretty active on there. So trust me when I say you can maximize your opportunities when you are setting yourself up to attract that, right? We talk about you attract what you are type of deal. But anyways, in that career ebook, I also have resume templates, cover letters, tips on being business professional, what you can wear to work, to interviews, as well as behavioral interview questions, which are very common in interviews all across the board, especially out of college. These can trip you up. So again, all of that you can find on wellfulfillsyou.com. Just make sure you click on all products because if you go to like bestsellers, the ebook's not there. I, it's only like the card game and all like the other fun merch, but just go to all products under what fulfills you and you will find the everyday girl's guide to career success or it's also linked in the show notes so you can find it directly there. So going back to reflecting, for me, working in sales was the perfect first and I guess in my case, only corporate job experience because it brought me that competitiveness I loved. I will tell you, I had a team of all guys basically and it felt like I was working at Wolf of Wall Street or like that energy. And obviously that can be unappealing to some people, but I have to say I loved it. It was like the fiery energy I needed, especially at the age of 22, 23, 24. And even Barbara Corcoran says this too. She's one of the sharks from Shark Tank. If you're not familiar with her, she's in real estate. And she says it herself. Sales is the closest thing to entrepreneurship in the corporate world. And obviously she has agents that work at Corcoran Group. So she's very familiar with sales on that end and she's done sales herself. I mean, when you're selling a home, it's sales, right? There's sales, you're always utilizing sales and it is such an important, <laughs> but also rather like harder than one, one can think. It is harder to master it in a way, but it's something that naturally came to me. Again, right? Like I said, I, I reflected on what I'm good at. And the reason why it's important to reflect on what you're naturally good at is because ideally you want to reduce the friction on what you do for work and what is naturally good for you. Meaning if I were to try to go into software engineering, that would bust my brains because that would just take me 10 times longer than someone like my brother who is more naturally skilled at that, right? And vice versa. He would take a long time to learn how I do what I do with like podcasting and media and the content strategy stuff and, you know, all that fun stuff. 
not to say that we both can't learn it and and same with you like I could say that about myself in anything like science related and engineering it would just take me a long time because my brain my nature of who I am is not naturally drawn to that so that's why it is so important to be honest with yourself and then actually go after or test out those things that you believe that you're good at and that you think that you're interested in And so having that experience in corporate sales really taught me how to be tough, how to learn how to take no for an answer, which ultimately made me fearless because after getting no's over and over again on the phone and in person and I'm foot prospecting in pumps, okay, in Laguna Beach and Newport, which seems like a fun time, but you know, it's it's not as glamorous as it seems, but nonetheless, it really taught me how to be fearless in getting what I want and also learning how to do sales in with integrity because that's very important to me and now in my agency my my social media agency for those of you who didn't know I started that in early 2021 so that's about two years ago now and (laughs) when I first started everyone asked me how are you getting clients and no joke you guys I cold emailed so many freaking people the amount of no answers I got the amount of no's I got a ton of them but luckily I was trained for that my muscle was used to that in a way and so again you can see that through the process like working at sales was not a waste of time working at another social media agency in college was not a waste of time because it enabled me to see what I like and what I don't like what I'm good at skills that I can build that can parlay over into my future and all of that. One of my biggest priorities is ensuring that I optimize my health every single day to the best of my ability in all areas, including mentally, physically, and emotionally. That also includes what I am eating and drinking every day because we know that does affect our energy. And so I ensure that I'm intaking healthy nutrients with the drink Magic Mind. And it's something that I've actually been taking for over a year now. If you've been listening for a while, you know they've been a longtime sponsor. And what Magic Mind really is, it is a productivity shot with nootropics, adoptogens, and matcha. Also, if you are not aware, there's a lot of health benefits with adoptogens, which I won't get into, but just trust me, look it up, do the research yourself, and you will see what the long-term effect is of intaking adoptogens and nootropics. So how I take this, I typically drink it in the morning, take a sip of it, and you know, to be honest, sometimes I drink two, which is technically what we're not supposed to do, but they did say it is okay for me to do so, but they do recommend just taking one per day. And after I drink this, about 30 minutes in, I start to feel really focused calm and especially in flow that's just the best way I could describe it and for those of you who also love coffee like me you can drink it alongside with your coffee or before afterwards it really doesn't matter so it doesn't mean that you have to cut out coffee or anything because for me I actually still drink both but magic mind is really kind of that healthy kick for me and I just know the amazing health benefits that nootropics and adoptogens have if you are interested in trying they come in a box of 15 and I highly highly recommend just give it a try so you you can get 20% off your purchase with the code fulfill at magicmind.co slash fulfill. Again, that is 20% off your purchase with the code fulfill at magicmind.co slash fulfill. So with that being said, I want to share some final takeaways. The first one being 
to test out your interests and skills early on, especially while you are in college. And if you are out of college now and you are already in your first few jobs out of college and you are feeling stuck though, my honest advice, although I hate saying the word advice, especially after my recent thoughts on what advice really means, but my honest feedback, I should say, is to highly consider you know, if you, especially with financial burdens, I know at like post 22, 23, most of you guys are like relatively on your own, if not fully on your own financially. And so in those times, it's not easy just to like quit your job and like try to do something you want, but allocate more time to, I don't want to use the word side hustle or something side, but just something else that can interest you. Like I have a friend who is probably listening to this right now because I know that she listens to most, if not all, of my podcasts. But she has an interest in app development and things like on the tech side and like just exploring it. And so she does that on her own outside of her nine to five. Like she's actually creating an app right now. And like she showed me a progress after two months. And I'm like, yo, what the fuck? You've been working on this for two months and now it's been many more months. But I'm just saying, you know, if... She can create time outside of her corporate job. You can as well. And she's not making money from it or anything. And she's also actually doing other things too that are not really making her any money. But she knows that she needs to explore these interests and gauge, okay, what's the next path or direction I'm going to go in if I decide to move on from my current job and my current industry. In addition to that, you want to reflect as you go. So observe, what am I good at? So in my terms, I like to look at it as what takes me less effort and time, but is also enjoyable slash I'm willing to go through whatever it takes, right? So some things you're willing to bear the pain for and some things you're just like, I am so over it and I'm done, right? So find what that is. For me, I have been willing to handle the ups and downs of running my own businesses and having less security and less, you know, structure that can throw me off sometimes. And I'm very aware that I'm willing to go through it because it gives me what my top priorities are, which is my next point, asking yourself what your top priorities are in your job slash career. Again, in parentheses, we could say like focused on this current chapter of your life, right? That will change as time goes. But remember, I'm talking about early mid-20s. So in my example, I prioritize personal freedom of choice and time. And I recognized this, especially in spring 2021. I was in Miami with a few of my close girlfriends. And I remember we came in on a Thursday and we went out, had fun on that Thursday evening, but on Friday, I still had a meeting. And so did my one friend. She was also in sales or is still in sales actually. But, you know, I remember thinking, oh, this is, this is going to be one of the last times I'm going to do this because I value my freedom so much. And not in a reckless way, like, oh, like work is such a bore. It was just like, I believe that I can find a way to create flexibility in my schedule. I'm willing, again, I'm willing to work on some weekends in order to free up that upcoming Thursday and Friday so I can enjoy a short weekend getaway with friends, right? Like to me, 
that's one of my top priorities. And then another priority would be that I prioritize my relationships and I'm able to prioritize, meaning that work does not take up so much time every single day. And part of that too is looking at, okay, how can I also cultivate meaningful relationships in my work slash industry? So again, personal example, I find that through my podcast guests. So being able to connect with really cool people that are either already social media friends, but I never met them in person yet, or other people that I would have never thought I would cross paths with, but we do because of the podcast. And then on my social media agency side, it's the clients. It's being able to have awesome business relationships with people that also end up referring me to their business colleagues, which has recently happened a lot. And so I'm really grateful for that. And these relationships, these micro interactions really create that fulfillment and joy, especially if you think about it. How do you feel when your barista at a coffee shop smiles at you, is warm to you, is talking to you. This happened to me the other day just at Maman, which is a really cute, chic, like boutique French cafe, bakery type of place. And this lady, she was like asking me how sweet I want my honey lavender latte. And she was just being very warm and how do you put it? Like she just was paying attention to me, you know? And she was just so friendly and I just I I remember that interaction to this point that I'm sharing this on the podcast you know and I just took my book and was reading there but I felt very seen and also felt very I guess you could say like a tad enlightened just from that interaction with her and so that's important for me to have that in my work as well again each one of us are going to have different priorities. And I'll give a friend example. I have one friend that works at Amazon and she's worked at different corporate companies now from like medium corporate companies to larger corporate corporate companies and you know Amazon being one of them. And I can certainly say that her top priorities are number one is a high salary. She does work in a field that is more high paying like you know engineering supply chain things like that but that's one of her high like priorities and on top of that she wants to be able to climb the corporate ladder where she gets to eventually become vice president or you know senior manager like who whatever position that is right again i personally that's not a priority for me and that's not a need or a desire but that is for her and so being able to acknowledge that to yourself and then use those top priorities that you are aware of as a framework and guideline in how you choose the the direction you go on, the path you go on for your career. And remember that whatever you decide in terms of like the beginning of your path or the, the journey as you figure it out, it does not need to make sense to anyone but you. And I say this because I have experienced especially with the cultural differences, being a child of immigrant parents, there is a lot of misunderstanding of what work-life balance looks like, what a, a, a job, a career can feel like, what is fulfillment within that. And that's why I went the path that I did because it made sense to me but it did not make sense to certain people in my family. And you also have to like be aware of that if you already know that pattern about your family is 
finding the best way to approach it. I talked about this with other friends who are children of immigrant parents and they gave me some good tips like one of them being when you quit your job or whenever you feel ready to do so don't tell your parents (laughs) basically just you know wait until afterwards things like that that helped me navigate the process a bit better and they're saying that from experience so I definitely recommend if you have people in your circle or your network that you can reach out to to kind of use as a guideline per se definitely do that because it can be really helpful and the last thing I want to touch on is that Most of the time, people only figure it out through trial and error because you need to be able to see what you dislike just as much as what you don't like. So don't be hard on yourself that you don't know where to go. Just pick a direction based on your own reflection of who you are and what you want. And as you go, you will adjust. Everyone adjusts during the process, trust me. And... We all have our aha moments and realizations and I think it's important to not compare to other people and be like, oh, I'm not there yet because I feel like that pretty frequently as well, believe it or not. But as long as you always come back to yourself and reflect on what you want, what you need and what is important to you, meaning what is aligned with your values and your personal vision, as long as you are in tune with that, I don't see how you can make a wrong decision. And that was all for today's episode. I hope you enjoyed this and found this valuable, especially as you potentially navigate your own career path, your own career direction, what it means to have a career and enjoy it to some degree, right? Finding fulfillment in your career. If you enjoyed this episode, please be sure to share this with a friend, especially if you know someone that is struggling a bit with the career path. Share it on your Instagram story and tag my personal and podcast at Emily E. Duong and at What Fulfills You. Thanks again for tuning in today. I will chat with you all in the next episode. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com podcast. That's Indeed.com podcast. Terms and conditions apply.